This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the podcast and another Professor Bundes masterpiece. Bundes, I like this one. Yeah, this one I'm working on right now. Um, it's got a little bit of like that 80s Top Gun Berlin meets a little Post Malone meets some Duran Duran. I'm having fun with this one. Does it have a name yet? It's called Real. Real. Real, yeah. And this is where somebody would start like singing or... This is where the vocal would come in, yes. You know you are real. <laughs> despite what people say. <laughs> oh, there you go. Damn, I gotta get him yeah, in the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly think that I could uh, I could probably write a song. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah, someone gave me music. I don't I would have to like I'd have to have like lots of effects on a different microphone or something, because I don't have a singing voice. Yeah. You know you're real despite what people say. That's pretty good. I'm impressed. People around you. <laughs> They don't care what you say. They don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah, you know. this <laughs> is a magical man. Magic man. You know, it's kind of that easy. Like, it, Get well, us in the studio, man. Yeah, we should jam on something and figure jam. it out. Yeah. You know, we've spent some time on our podcast talking about fails when you're hooking up. Like, things just going wrong. I certainly told my story about how my stomach was, you know, I, there's an 80% chance that I'm going to get stomach pains. 80%? Well, when I was <laughs> certainly new to hooking up with women, mm -hmm. I don't know what it'd be like now. I've been with the same woman a long time. I haven't been with someone new. Uh, you told your story of something, you know, kind of similar. I actually have another awkward hookup story. I have another one. Oh, my God. I have another one. Just one? Yeah, yeah, right? No, I'm sure I have more. But um, you, you've heard this story before. Okay, that's all right. I don't know if I have. You may have heard it too, but it's the mole story. Do you guys remember the mole? I love the mole story. It's worth telling again. Do you know it, Bundes? I, I don't know. I don't think I do. Okay. So it's first time for me. Okay, so hooking up with this guy back at my place. Um, it's dark in the room, uh, so I'll give him that. And we had been drinking before at the bar, so I'll give him that too. Shirt comes off. <laughs> bra comes off. Uh -huh. Things are getting hot and heavy, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I believe at a certain point I realize... Oh my God, he thinks he is stimulating my nipples, but he's actually <laughs> sucking on a mole. 
I'll give it. I'll give. Now it is a large mole that was very nipple like, and also I'm an A cup, so I can see how it might get confusing. Was he I, drunk? And I was on my back too, so I was uh, sucking on a nipple on your back. No, no, I was on my back. Laura's oh. oh, on okay. her back. Oh. He's he's working on her mole. He's working on my mole. And guys, if you can only imagine, like, how do I get him out of that situation? Like, what do I do? I, when I realized that, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> he thinks he's stimulating a nipple. So I was kind of like, and it's this is where the mole is. So he's he's it's in like the, right. It's yeah. He, he must have thought my breast was under my armpit. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like it drooped over. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know, there's some stories that it doesn't matter how many times you've heard them; they bring you joy every time. And I've probably heard that story three times. Yeah, and I love it every single time. Yeah, every single time. It's terrible. And did did you ever tell him? Like no. So it was never discussed, like, you were working on my mole, you dummy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never, never told him. Uh, no, I just found a way to, like, get his focus elsewhere. But I also... Did that re- turn you on, by the way? No, I felt nothing. <laughs> there is no uh, nerve endings in a mole. Okay. Um, but I did have the mole removed after. I'm like, that's it. I was am- it because of that, or was it yes. a concern of it being cancerous one day? No, no. It was, it was always in my bra line, and it also bothered me because it was like, you know... A third nipple. A third nipple-ish. and uh, Isn't that what a third nipple is? Isn't a, it just a mole beside your regular nipple? It's a mole that's in line, either horizontally, in this case, or mm-hmm. vertically, with a nipple. So that's it. And it's a larger mole that's raised normally. So that that I, I, I went and saw my family doctor. I'm like, what are you, what's going on with this mole? Did you tell him the story? <laughs> no. He just I said... I gotta get rid of this. It's been too embarrassing for me. He just said, that's a third nipple, actually. And then I'm like, that's it. <laughs> Book me in with a specialist. It's gone. Yeah. And it's gone. Thank God. It's just a scar now. That's so funny. The doctor who removed it asked if I wanted to see it. I'm like, no. Oh, really? I totally want to see that stuff. I had something cut out of my eye. Um, you know, when I went under the knife at uh, surgery, oh, yes, it was like a, it wasn't a cyst, but it was a cyst like thing that was growing underneath uh, my Your eyebrow. eyebrow. We it was called a little it, bit of a bump. We called it his horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I totally wanted to see it. And if they didn't have to do like a full, uh, it's not a biopsy because the biopsy is taking the tumor out but like they had it checked they had it checked screened okay. i guess yeah. they wanted to screen it for any like irregular irregularities or something but i would have totally taken it in the little um, in the jar in the little jar of fluid or whatever they what drop would you it have in. done with it i i don't know i would have kept it just for at least a bit for funsies i wonder if doctors ever remove something from someone's body and they're like they see other doctors they hey come look at this <laughs> check Probably. this out Look at this third nipple I just removed. Yeah. It's the biggest one I've ever seen. Well, you, you, don't, know? you don't think at a med school when they have cadavers that they don't like have a little fun from time to time? They must. I think they're very respectful. Someone's waving at you over here, Mara. No <laughs> way. Sure. No way. Oh, think, you don't think. I think they're very respectful. My brother has worked on a cadaver before and they have the utmost oh, respect. Dr. Greer said. Yes, yeah. for people who donate their body to science. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no joking around. You don't think there's a scenario in which you're in an operating room and you're knocked out with like uh, propofol or whatever it is they give you and they're like hello <laughs> with the hand <laughs> I'd be okay with that because yeah. that's kind of funny yeah you think they move your mouth and be like 
So I do that to my kids when they were young, when they'd fall asleep in the car, I'd move their mouth open and closed and film them and be like, hello, I am sleeping in my car, you know? Yeah, yeah. That I think it's thing. different when the patient is alive. Yeah. You can have fun with the patient. When the patient's dead, is. Dis- See, I would think it would be the opposite, personally, but uh, all right, well, let's get into it. You told your story. It's a nice setup for... Uh, for whether we call this hookup screw-ups or hookup fails, we'll, uh, we'll establish if we can do this as a regular feature. But I think it would be fun to do on our podcast regularly. We go to uh, Gustavo, who is a listener of the show and uh, the podcast, and was kind enough to come on with us. We appreciate it. What's your story, Gustavo? So I met this girl online, and uh, we met up at a bar. It was going great. You know, we're having drinks, eating. Um, and then it was a rainy day. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's go home. Uh, I, I was willing to call it a day, but she was like, Hey, do you want to maybe come over? And I was like, okay, things are going great. We get on the subway. It was going to be like maybe a 15 minute commute. So I'm like, ah, I can hold it. I can hold it. As soon hold as what? The subway, well, I really needed to go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> okay. Are we talking like, to number one here? Or are we talking to number two? Uh, number number one. Oh, yeah. No, okay. One. All right. Okay. And I was like, maybe I can hold it. Whatever. Get to the subway, and then mid mid tunnel, it just stops. And then there's like services on the tracks going on, and I'm like, oh god, no. And I'm like talking to her. We're standing, and I'm just like wiggling, kind of doing the little dance. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, you know, really it's so funny. I even said this to Mora the other day. I, I made a rule with myself where if I'm leaving, especially work, and about to get on my bike to bike home or mm-hmm. something, I never leave if I kind of have to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. now and think yeah. I can make it because you never know. Yeah. When the elevator's going to get stuck or when something's going to go wrong, and here you are now on a subway having oh, to yeah. pee, and it stops. And you're with oh, yeah. someone new and you think that things are going well enough that there's a chance that, you know, you, you're going to have a good night. It's already going to be embarrassing for you to get back to her place and you to have to use the bathroom immediately. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I learned from that mistake. So anyways, luckily it was raining. So the floors were a little wet already. And I was like, oh God, I can't hold it. I literally put my hand in my pocket, like pinching it, make sure nothing comes out. It was like getting to that point already. You literally had to physically stop yourself from peeing your pants with your hand? Oh yeah, that, it was oh that bad. I've never been in that situation before. You can before. pinch it and it'll stop? <laughs> I feel like I mean, it turns into like, you ever put a balloon on a faucet and then turn the faucet on? Does your penis grow into a big ball at that point? <laughs> I mean, I thought that that was going to work, but it didn't. Literally, no, it just it started going and I'm like, Aww. you know what? It's all good. And I just looked down and there was like this trail coming down my pants. It was kind of clear, even though the floor was wet. And I'm like making sure she kept eye contact and was like, oh yeah, I don't know, tell me about your day, what you do, whatever. So you're doing like, a, you're doing a stealth pee on the subway. <laughs> oh yeah. I was but then I, I kept looking at the urine go down the train. I was like, this is too obvious. And I was like, hey, you know what? I, I really, really have to go. I'm sorry. I'll call you back. And then like, I immediately got off at like the first station that it opened. Oh and no. And then when I looked back at her, I can see the like disappointment and like the disgust in her face i'm like oh you noticed (laughs) what kind of pants were you wearing luckily uh, black well i mean she maybe didn't notice uh there's a smell that comes with urine though sometimes yeah yeah like we were drinking eating like was it a packed subway train slightly not too much 
Like busy enough you were standing. Exactly. Busy enough that I was standing, but like mm-hmm. not like But I'm not, not bumping into people with every little shift of the subway car. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. uh, like you know what's crazy is that you were trying to do it covertly like that to me <laughs> <That's wild. laughs> I'm like yeah. you thought there was a chance you were going to get away with it and, uh, yeah like I don't even know where it would have gone from there <laughs> yeah yeah like you can't pee in your pants and then go hook up with her exactly well, why didn't you so just say to her though like like I really gotta turn piss, it into a know? bit or yeah, something and then be like I'm gonna jump out and piss on the subway tracks like whatever and make a joke out of the whole thing like why, why did why did you hide it I don't know. It was my first time meeting her, so I was kind of nervous. And and they have bathrooms at the subway stations, don't they? I don't think so. No, they not must. All of them. Some uh, of them definitely. You would have to have. He's them. not gonna make it, guys. <laughs> There's no way. In hell no, he's but make be- it. before he got on the car. But you know, the subway. How long was it stopped for? Oh, it felt like at least twenty minutes. Oh, oh yeah, that's that screwed you. That screwed you right over. <laughs> and every time you look down at the wet water on on like the subway floor, like, and it's with anything. If you hear like a running tap, or the moment you get closer to a toilet, it seems that your your pee just kind of starts falling out. Like that, you can't, you can't hold thing. it. Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. What, I forget I what like the syndrome is. Like made it worse for me because like I was walking, it was like it was cold, it was wet. I was seeing the rain. Yeah, yeah. It just multiplied it all. Was there a part of you after you had peed that thought, okay, if there it. was some way, <laughs> if no, if there's some way that I can still go home with her and like spill something on my pants and then put them in the wash. I, look, I've done that when, um, when I've been in a bathroom where I've accidentally like peed a bit after I've peed. Like when you put your pants up, a bonus is probably can, and it usually happens when you're wearing shorts. You, know, you, have, you have khaki shorts on or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you didn't shake long enough. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you, you end up after. with like a little pee spot or something. What I, yeah. my move is I go to the sink. Because I, I wash my hands anyway, and then I purposely spill like extra water. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes it look like, oh, I just had a mishap with the the water the at the sink. You idiot! Yeah, you dummy. But you know, like I wouldn't fall for that. And most guys, if they see that, they're like, oh, he peed on himself. Yeah, but you know, most women wouldn't know that. I probably just gave up some trade secret amongst men. Yeah, but, but that kind of thing. Sure, that's what you're talking about, Maura. Is that you thought maybe he thought he'd be able to do some move where he could hide the. Well, pee. you know, I I, I have a, a friend who has a similar story who went back to a girl's res room, hooked up with her, and then slept pee. Like you know how you can wake up and you think you're peeing in a toilet, but you're actually peeing on something else. Oh, yeah, Tucker's yeah. done that, so he was peeing on her computer keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what he did that was brilliant? She was still sleeping. He went and got a pint of water. Well, she was he woke her up and said, "I need a glass of water." She's like, "Just go get it in the kitchen." Mm-hmm. He went and got the water and then staged a trip and spilt water all over her keyboard. And she's like, "Just forget about it. We'll worry about it in the morning." Yeah, just so a keyboard, she, right? So if there was some way you could have spilt something on you on the subway, bumped into somebody who was holding a pop, Anyways, that's yeah. getting too elaborate, I guess. Uh, that would have been great, but I feel like hiding the smell would be difficult. 
Yeah, because then all of a sudden you start smelling like a guy who's peed his pants. Yeah, and that's yeah, alcohol. So at that point, too. I literally just got off the subway and like walked home for like twenty minutes, like yeah. soaking in rain and urine. That is the that is a new version of the walk of shame. <laughs> yeah, it, you know. Yeah. Yes, do that's you, a lot of shame. Like, right do you there. have her numbers or anything? Like, can you reach out to her after, or do you just at that point? I honestly didn't. Like didn't hear back from her, and I didn't even bother to reach out because I don't even know how to have that conversation. Because in my perspective, I thought she noticed. Yeah, yeah. Did did she know that you had to go really badly, or were you hiding that as well? I was kind of kind of doing the obvious dance that I'm like and the little hops that I had to go. So yeah, because I could kind <laughs> of think of that as being an endearing moment when you're meeting someone new. Where it's almost like, oh my God, I have to go so bad. What am I going to do? And then you turn it into like a, I I might, you know, like you work together as a team on it. No. And be like, (laughs) you you go over in the other end of the subway car and cause a disturbance, you know, and and put on it, like just start acting strange enough that people are all going to turn and look at you and then I'll pee in the corner here, like pull it out so I don't have to pee my pants. I just met you. I just met you. There's no way in hell I'm causing a disturbance so you yeah, can but, pee in the corner of a subway yeah, car. Yeah, but if you say, oh my God, the subway stopped. I have to pee so bad. I didn't tell you, but I have to pee so bad. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then uh, and then, would, and then, you go, just go make a scene over there. Start like yelling to yourself. You see that often enough anyway. Uh-huh. And then you go to the other end and you just like in the corner, no one's looking. You pee, boom, you finish. You, you laugh about it as you get out. Like, I can't believe that worked. Thank you so much. And then you like hook up and have the best night. And before you know it, you're married. <laughs> I don't think no, so. Like I said yesterday, it's like I'm already getting married. Different girl. So yeah. I'm all good. That's, that's a good one. That's a good fail. You didn't even make it to her house. No. Yeah. No. no. Complete fail. Yeah. Gustavo, <laughs> thank you for sharing that story with us. No problem. <laughs> Never, ever, ever leave where you are if you're having to like travel anywhere, if you have to pee a little bit if you think oh i can just get home it'll Mm. be fine it's never worth it it's never worth it for me i end up on my bike and i start hitting bumps and then i'm like oh my god this is (laughs) this was a mistake (laughs) yeah hey gustava great to have you on the podcast thanks buddy Uh, thanks for having me guys yeah man that story is so great i used to drink uh green tea all the time and I saw in the store when I needed to refill it that I that there was a dieter's green tea option, and I was like, oh, I'm on a diet. Yeah, less calories, whatever. Perfect. Uh, so I took the dieter's green tea, and I, you know, I always have like a thing of hot water. This is just hot water on my desk, and I just had the bag steeping for hours while I was at work. I mean, probably five, six hours that thing was hey, you steeping. Hey, finish it. You add more hot water to it. Keep it going. And uh, then I went down to the beaches. It was probably about a 40-minute ride on the streetcar and the, and the, um, the TTC on the subway. And I uh, walked by a Vespa store and went in and thought I-, I was interested in Vespas at the time and got the whole sales pitch from a guy. I was literally sitting on the back of a Vespa with a guy giving me the whole walk around when all of a sudden I felt like my face go white and I got chills and I, I became like, you know, sweaty, clammy. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I have to go, I have to find a washroom. So I found a way to get out off the Vespa and I'm still sitting feeling this pressure in my abdomen. It's happening quick. It's happening fast. Yeah. So I, there across the street was an Il Fornello. 
So I ran into the Il Fornello. Great <laughs> fine family establishment for pasta, pizza, yeah, yeah, and other yeah. Italian cuisine. The last thing I wanted to do was eat something, but I just needed a bathroom. So I'm like, you know, don't worry, I'm going to order something. I went into the washroom. And then I realized, what the hell is in, what did I eat? What did I do? Yeah. I looked up the green tea. It's a laxative. Yeah. It was a freaking <laughs> laxative. Box recommends you steep the bag for two to three minutes. I had it steeped <laughs> for hours. <laughs> so I get out of the bathroom when I feel like I'm okay. I sit down and order something because I feel like I have to. I order a salad, which is stupid. Why would I have more roughage? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you should ask for rice or yeah, some old, old cheddar. Block of cheese. <laughs> Block of cheese. I get on the street. Wait, do you eat it there? Like, why did you take it to go? Or no, because you... I kind of felt like I had solved the okay. issue. And I thought, you know, good to stay close to a bathroom for a little while in case there's more of an issue. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm okay to get on the streetcar and go home. And keep in mind, it's like a 40-minute ride. I lived up at Young and Eglinton at the time. It's It was not okay. Like it around Davisville. So I'm almost there, but not quite. And the subway stopped in the tunnel, and I was dying i was like i'm not gonna make it yeah i got off the subway and it was like probably two or three blocks away from my place when i decided that i was gonna have to throw my jeans in the garbage (laughs) that's Uh, her way of saying she didn't make it (laughs) yeah it happens to the best of us you know it can happen to anyone you hope it doesn't but if you've been there you know like yeah it's an embarrassing story, but it's a very real story that could happen to anybody who takes public transportation. And a laxative and at a laxative. But well, look, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, fairly manageable irritable bowel syndrome. Thank you. But there was a period in time of my life where it wasn't as manageable and I didn't know what the triggers were. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'd be out, like I was uh, in Montreal, I was partying in St. Anne de Bellevue one night, we're mm-hmm. at this bar. It's early on, it's St. Jean Baptiste, which is like their Canada Day, they have like... Like a Quebec national holiday. Yeah. And I start, you know, the contractions start. And, you know, it's just like a pregnant woman. You, you know that, like, once you start timing them, they're coming. I'm like, I'm not, not going to make it through the night. I don't want to have to deal with this tonight. I'm going home. Okay. But I lived, like, 25-minute drive away. Oh, no. But I, you know, I've, I know my body well enough. I'm going to make it. Okay. I get in my car. Because it's St. John Baptiste and this national holiday they have all these roads closed because I guess there was going to be some sort of like parade or there had been a parade. I'm stuck in gridlock traffic. Now, I finally get out of this small little like neighborhood in Montreal and I get on the highway and I start driving and then I realize I'm not going to make it. There's no way I'm going to make it. And then I'm like, no, I got to make it. I got to make it. (laughs) I, I, I pull over onto the shoulder for a half a second. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, uh, luckily the highway's not super busy. I get back on the highway and then I'm like, nope, nope. (laughs) Pull back off, run out of the car into the ditch of the highway. Right do there. my do do my thing. <laughs> Luckily, I it wasn't between the two uh, directions. Was it night? It was nighttime. Thank God. Thank God. And I was able to just sort of like be in the dark, do my thing. Um, I, you know, I don't want to get into all the details. You don't I, need to. I was wearing socks at the beginning of the night. <laughs> I came home. I wasn't wearing socks anymore. Smart man, right there. Yeah, but <laughs> had I been on a bus. Or a subway, I would have crapped my pants. Yeah. 
Yeah. No question. <laughs> yeah. Like, luckily, I was in control of the vehicle I was in, and I could pull over and manage this situation to a certain degree. Yeah. I have two fallen victims. <laughs> you have? Well, Bungus has two? Oh we my might, God. We might not also. We, 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 there's going to be two regular segments on the show. I'm shocked. It's the one where you tell us about your hookup fails, and then we have the shit your pants segment that we may have Thank to God. do. Thank as God. Thank God. I thought feature. I had. You know, this is great because it's normalizing this stuff. Yeah. And it happens to everyone. It, and I can't wait to hear Bundes's. So Bundes? You, so you can make fun of me. <laughs> no, so we can just all <laughs> laugh about it. No, but laugh it is funny. about it, it and, funny. and relate to it. Okay, so I was dating this girl at the time, um, and she had these pills, these like diet loss pills. And I was in the gym really hard, and I was taking all these different supplements trying to work out. And I was over at her place, and I saw these pills, and I asked her, I'm like, you know, what do these do? And she's like, you don't want to take them. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. What, what do they do, right? She's like, they, they make you go to the bathroom, right? But they'll help you lose weight. I'm like, okay, sounds oh, good to me. I'm, I'm trying to cut I'm trying to cut up, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, she, she didn't want them. I said, I'll take them, no problem, girl. <laughs> <laughs> How many did you take, Bundes? So the next day, I popped two in the morning. Okay. And head to work. And is that the recommended dosage? No, it's like one. Okay. And probably like half of one your first time taking it. You probably have to get into a rhythm, right? Yeah, like Metamucil, which I take, mm -hmm. you don't start with three doses a day. You start at like one dose and you work your way up. Yeah. Baby I, steps. Yeah. So I take two in the morning um, and then I take another two about midday around noon. Uh-oh. And... <laughs> I have no idea what these are going to do. I just think they're like going to help you burn fat faster, right? Sure. Like, like another one of those diet pills. But that's not what it did. Anyway, I go to the washroom to, you know, take a number one, standing at the urinal, start doing my thing, just, you know. Relaxing your bladder. Yeah, relaxing, just looking around. Ooh. And then the next thing I feel is like this... <laughs> Okay, I don't even think you need to say it now. What? No, I need to know what he felt. I need to know what he felt. I just felt this like warm sensation <laughs> running down the backside of my leg. And I'm like, wait a minute. That, that doesn't make sense right now, right? No. Yeah, yeah. I, like, involuntarily, yeah, like, you're leaking. Yeah. Like there was no feeling in, in, in my control. It just, it just started coming out. And then I looked down and I'm like, oh my God, I'm at work. What do I do right now? Uh, uh, how much, uh, I mean... It's like a full release? It was like, it, it, what these pills did was it could turn it into water, more or less. Oh. Yeah. I, anal leakage is what the term is, I think, referred to. Oh, thank you, Dr. Tucker. <laughs> no, but I, you, see it, you see it as a complication uh, from a number of medications. If you read through different yes. things, anal leakage comes up, and certainly that's what was going there on There was a here. bag of chips that were giving people anal leakage. There was like a thing, may cause yeah, anal leakage. Because of like the, the oils or something they used in it, right? Okay, so you're at the urinal and you realize what's happening. Yeah. What next? Well... Underwear in the garbage. Yeah. Problem is, I can't throw my jeans out. Yeah. Because I'm still, i at work. I still got things to do. You still got things to do. Oh, and is no. this the main floor bathroom? This is the main floor okay, bathroom. Okay, yeah. So it's pretty busy. Busy, yeah. yeah. I shared by TV studios, all kinds of stuff, yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, like, I, I got paper towels and I got water and I'm like rubbing it down, trying to like clean the mess up, hide the smell. So On wait, your jeans? You I, got your jeans off? 
yeah, I had to like take them off in a stall and like oh, oh in a stall. Oh, so, so you're, you're using the towels. toilet water with the whatever. No, like I waited till it was the coast was clear, hobbled on out, <laughs> got yeah. some paper towel with oh my god, soap and water. It was awful. This guys. is a horrible it nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But now you got this like huge water stain all along the back of your ass. Better, it's better. Better for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I had to like kind of like get back to my studio and I just kept my ass like poked towards the wall, like wherever I had to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit in my studio, finished what I had to do and booked it right back home. And those jeans were never worn again. Yeah. It's so funny that um, people should almost have an emergency pair of everything mm-hmm. at my, work. My four year old, I have to, she has an emergency change of yeah. clothing, yeah. underwear, socks, the whole shebang. Right? Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when we worked at the last radio station we were at, I used to bike to work like I do now, but I would I was a little more hardcore and I'd bike in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had a fresh change of clothes at work in case it, the rain intensified or I got caught and I needed to put on dry clothes. Yeah, but, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't everyone have just like a little locker at work where mm-hmm. they could keep a change of everything in case something like that happened? It's always an outfit, though, that's not great. Like the backup outfit yeah. is something weird that you normally wouldn't yeah. wear. It was it was <laughs> jeans that didn't look good anymore. Yeah. It was a T-shirt I didn't care about. Like that's but still, but still better to have jeans you don't care about than jeans that are covered in human waste you know that you have to wear for the rest of your day were you mad at your girlfriend at the time for letting you take those pills no she told me straight i was the idiot i didn't believe her right yeah but did you tighten up at all (laughs) (laughs) i look good after yeah so there you go it was worth it yeah yeah, 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 me too after the green tea man i'm kidding don't encourage that don't encourage that terrible my stomach was ripped apart for like at least three days after ripped up the stomach was ripped apart (laughs) she rode a Vespa (laughs) to toilet town shout out to Ilfranello great bathrooms right shout out to Bundes and his music that I think we could really write some interesting songs to. Mm. Looking forward to hearing what you come up with. Yeah, thanks for checking out the uh, latest podcast. We appreciate it. And um, leave a comment if you're uh, listening and not watching it on YouTube. And uh, keep in mind, it is also on YouTube now. Uh, You can uh, leave a review as well, like a rating. I always appreciate that. Mm And check us out weekday mornings on Energy 95.3 in the Toronto, Hamilton, Southern Ontario area or online on the Radio Player Canadian app. Radio Player Canada, it's called. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.